Welcome back to the Biz Alchemist podcast. I am your host, Fallon Jordan, and we are here to meet with one of my favorite people. She's an amazing coach who incorporates human design into her life and business. And she has a really beautiful story of how she really stepped up into living fully in her manifesting generator self-design. Thank you so much for being here, Bri Riley. Hello, Fallon. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for such a warm welcome and introduction. Absolutely. And I want to tell our little love story. So (laughs) there is a group chat with our mentor, Christina Rice, about the Harry Potter retreat that she did in September. So I think there's 10 of us on that chat. And it's like, you know, if you know you're going to be getting into the airport for the retreat around the same time and you want to like share an uber like connect to somebody and i'm like someone has to be going at the same time as me and so i find out it's Bry, and she's from massachusetts which is like where my lineage is from and we literally just like met at the airport and like had the cutest little meet cute like we were in a movie and we had the most amazing time at the retreat and you know we connect frequently because I just adore you. And I love the information that you spread about human design. There's quite a few, there's a lot of people who are talking about human design and like the way that you share your insight and your voice is so beautiful. And I'm not saying that just because I'm also a manifesting generator and all (laughs) generator tips are exactly what I need to hear. But I have, you know, one of my friends is a projector and I'll share what you wrote in the email to her. She's like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed to hear. So definitely encouraging you to look at some of the links I'm going to put below so you can get into Bry's world because like her emails are like so amazing and so helpful. And Mm -hmm. so now we can kind of get back to like normal conversation. So (laughs) how did you find human design or how did it find you? And then like, what's your journey been with your life and business? Yeah. Um, I know we just transitioned to normal conversation, but I just have to touch on a couple of things you said. I thinking about us meeting at the airport, I think if anybody from the outside was watching would think like we were like lifelong friends, which is just so freaking cool. Um, and speaks to like when you're in alignment with who you are, like you attract those people and it can be like that quick, like soul to soul connection, which is exactly what me and you had and what so many of us had at that retreat. Um, but yeah, that, that brought us to this very moment here. So that's just incredible. Um, how human design found me is, so I opened my coaching business four years ago, almost four years ago. Um, and I started out like really hot. Like I had a full client load right away. And I was like, this is, this is easy. Like, this is like just what I'm supposed to do and la da da. And then I was kind of offboarding clients and started looking at like what mentors and coaches told me to do. And I was posting all the time and I was cold out reaching people and I was getting on all these free coaching calls and proposing to people like I think it was close to like 600 people like from yeah like the fall of 2020 to the beginning of 2021 wow and I was obviously burnt out (laughs) and I was kind of like screw this I'm just gonna like try something 
that I haven't tried. Um, and that's when I actually got into Christina's community and said like, Hey, does anybody know any human design readers? Like I was kind of, you know, you start to like pull your chart and Google it and piece things together, but you're like, I don't really know what this means. Um, so that's when I got my first reading and really, I think you and anybody that's pulled their chart can really feel like when you hear your chart spoken to you, it's like all the words for the the feelings like you just couldn't get out, right? Like, it's like, I felt so seen uh, for what who I am, what I'm here to do, and like the way that I can do it based off of that, like the way I can do it my way. And it doesn't have to look like everybody else. And when I started to learn, like being a four, six is so much about community and relationships. And that's exactly what, like everybody that I enrolled when I first opened my business were all people I knew were all friends of friends were all like referrals and then here I am trying to do all this cold outreach and getting in people's dms and I'm hitting these brick walls and I'm like oh my gosh so it was just it was so confirming for me of like go back to what you know works go back to like staying in alignment with you and the permission with being a manifesting generator. I know you understand this. We like to do a lot of things. <laughs> we can't be put in a box. <laughs> so that was also the like, okay, if I commit to this one thing, it doesn't have to only be this one thing. Um, and it's just been really experimenting with that again and again over the past three years to the point where like it was it was just something I incorporated with the clients I was working with. And I was like, well, instead of having this in the background, why don't I just bring this to the forefront? Because that's like the vehicle that's going to catalyze everything that we create regardless. So it looks nothing like it did four years ago, um, but I've never been more excited and felt more aligned. I love that so much. <laughs> and it's crazy because if you're just getting tip of the iceberg human design, or you just started learning about it, like there's the types, but then there's the profile lines and then there's your incarnation cross. And it's like, you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's, what's so fun. Cause we're both manifesting generators and we have a lot of similarities in how we view the world and how we do things and things that light us up, but our profile lines are totally different. So how we run our life and our business is actually strategically very different, which I think is really cool, which is why I love your emails. Cause I love hearing your perspective on things, especially I'm sure people are listening, like 600 people from your network referrals. Like how the fuck did you do that? Like where, where can you teach me how to do this? But it's the way that you're designed and it's just like, so beautiful. Well, it was actually the 600 people I reached out to that were cold that I was not uh, getting anywhere. And that's uh, when I like hit the burnout. Got it. Um, okay. Not quite at 600 referrals yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> but we just, we just spoke it out. So of course it's happening now. Yeah. That's amazing. I know yeah. that you also are a strength and conditioning coach. You got a nursing degree. So for someone who is going through what you were going through, like basically on our airport ride to the retreat versus our ride back to the airport from the retreat, what are some things that you would share about them? you know, dropping the label, feeling like they, you know, put in all this effort and this time. And it doesn't have to be about work. It can even be relationships, right? Like the hot topic right now 
in our lives is the soul contracts are up. And I know that's been a lot. <laughs> Gosh, uh, where do we begin? <laughs> um, to kind of start with the identity piece, I think what has been most helpful for me is really tuning out like for lack of like just tuning out everybody else mm -hmm. and really asking myself you know why did I why am I still attached to this identity why am I still fulfilling this role um and what came up for me was it's like I necessarily don't even remember choosing like the nursing path um mm -hmm. it was just stable secure everyone in my family was doing it you know um and it's also a very natural part of like who I am like a healer and a giver um and the practice of that within the system is really where I hit a lot of uh what's the word I'm looking for like misalignment that's yeah. not that, but you know what I mean? Like I, I'm here to do this thing and then I can't do it within this bigger system. Um, so that's where like my journey really began and to really peel back those layers of, well, that is something I, you know, worked my ass off for. I've been in this role for nine years in various settings. Uh, who am I without this? And for anybody that's kind of having those questions, if you feel like you don't, if you feel attached to it and you feel resistance to letting it go, that's usually a sign that it might be time. <laughs> you know, if if so much of who you are is, is wrapped under this like one title, this one label or this one relationship, um, you're so much more vast than that. And you're not just that one thing or that one role in that relationship. And to really begin to like ask those uncomfortable questions of like, who am I without this? And like, what do I value? And am I able to like access my joy and my fulfillment and be who I want to be and show up as the leader that I am under this umbrella? If those are a no, then, and, and that could be, that could be just a tweaking of things, right? Like it could be a no. And then you have to like re rework, like how you're showing up or rework where you're at or have a conversation about the relationship. Um, but those are the questions to really start with of like, who am I without this? It's really powerful. Yeah, it's, it's big. It's big. And I know you've, I mean, you saw it, you saw it firsthand and it's, I mean, I'm nowhere near arrived. <laughs> um, it's still like this continuous unraveling. Um, and, you know, a lot of the, a lot of people in my life don't even really know that this is going on because that's another interesting part of it of so, so many other people attach you to that identity right yeah and it's not it's not their fault it's it's who i've been and who i've said like this is me for this amount of time and now it's like this moment of i don't i don't feel that's true anymore and you know, to circle it back to human design, especially for manifesting generators, we are here to reinvent ourselves like again and again um, and not be put in this like one box. So yeah, it's all, it's all really, and this is why human design has so much come to the forefront because it's, it's been me embodying that so much now. And it's just, 
this is what I would do regardless. Um, and this is the path of just ease and alignment. So like, it's not super comfortable, but you literally have a roadmap on like how to get there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love what you said about like really understanding that like you can do a lot of different things and reinvent yourself all the time. Cause there's, I mean, if you didn't know all the stuff about yourself and you weren't working to like really be in full alignment of your chart and who you are, like you could have been a nurse forever, or you could have been a strength and conditioning coach forever. And those worlds not even collided. Then you add the human design, which is a huge part of what I think you're meant to do is to help people on that journey. Like it's just, you think of all these beautiful, amazing things that we have about ourselves and then like committing to your mission, committing to your zone of genius. But yeah, like just allowing things to change. Cause I mean, things have shifted so much, even just since September. And that's another thing I wanted to ask your opinion on and like how that works out in your life. Cause you know, there's some people in my life who, you know, I spend more time with and I feel more aligned and close to because they know, like, if you haven't talked to me in a week, my whole life can be totally fucking different. Like, hello, like I'm moving to Hawaii. How do you not know that? <laughs> and there's other people. That was our conversation. <laughs> well, you at least knew that it was yeah. happening. But there's some people I'm like, oh, you didn't know that? Like, oh, well, that's what happened. And it's like, I immediately go to the ego where I'm like, oh, well, that's what happens when you don't stay on top of Instagram stories or you don't check in to ask how I'm doing. Like everyone's concept of time is so different. And so, you know, like I was thinking about it this morning. I was laughing. I was like, just, I love going to the dentist now that I know how important it is and how, you know, going to the dentist, like literally significantly reduces your chances of getting dementia or like gut health issues. So I go four times a year now and I was laughing. So I was like, what's an example of somebody who I haven't talked to in a while. And like, usually have to deal with like small talk bullshit. Cause I don't really have that many people. And then I was like, Oh, it's the dental hygienist. And I'm just going to walk in. She's like, so what's new. And I'm just gonna be like, well, since I've seen you, like I've completely rebanded my business and I'm moving to Hawaii and just like her just be like, Oh, <laughs> So I guess I wanted to share that just so people understand that like if you move fast and like you are reinventing yourself and things do happen quickly in your life, just knowing that that's like amazing and that you're supported in that and your people will find you who get that, right? Yeah. That's part of the the waking up that is hard sometimes is like, you know, there's not even talking about money yet. We're not even going there, but like just talking about time and quote unquote, what we're doing, like that is a complete different, like there's literally multiple different levels and universes of like how people operate. And if you're choosing to be like, I want to live in a place where I know that my entire life could change in an hour. And like, I'm totally open to that without being also attached to it being and looking this specific way. Like the more that you lean into that, the more that like the people and the resources that are in alignment with that are going to show up and be like, Oh yeah. Like it's totally normal to think that like, that's, that's what's normal. Not, Oh, it's going to take me a year to do da, 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 da. It's like, Nope. Does not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not to go on like a whole tangent here, but I mean, time, like, it's just weird. It's like, it's not real. I don't know. <laughs> um, I know we were talking about when I spent those three days, uh, solo and silent and I shut off all the clocks like I was just like time doesn't matter I have to report to nobody like nobody needs me and it 
it's just this interesting, like there's so, I think we can become so distracted and then time feels like there's, it's just never enough. And when I had those three days to myself, it really felt like time expanded because there was so much freedom for me to do what I wanted. All I had to worry about is like where my feet were, feeding myself, you know, basic needs and <laughs> like nothing, nothing else was really relevant. And of course in that, um, you know, you don't have to have three days by yourself to do something like that, but it's in those moments of, you know, maybe in your morning practice or in a conversation with somebody where like, holy crap, we were talking for two hours. Like, where did that time go? And I feel like where you can, where you notice that time expanding is also like this green flag to know that you are in alignment. <clears throat> right. And it's just, <clears throat> it, it doesn't matter. The time doesn't matter. And it also goes back to what you were saying of, you can change your life like really fast. And when I think about some people in my life that, you know, the, the people you've known forever, um, it's not, it might not be a lot of people's normal, right? To to do those things. So for a while I did feel super alone. Um, and the retreat was honestly a huge catalyst to like open up my eyes of like, my people are out there, right? And it's not just... I love Zoom. I love the internet. Um, but there's something about that in-person connection that it just, it, you can't measure up to it. And to really feel that sense of community um, is is just so reassuring. So like you said, just for anybody that maybe is feeling like they don't have that, um, get into, like, it, it requires you saying yes to new experiences. Yeah. 100%. And like investing, right? Like, again, like the paradigm for a lot of people is like, well, when I have the money and I have the time, then I'll travel and do the things. And it's like, we talked about, like, we just like, we're all in with this retreat. We were like, we're investing pretty much all the money that we have right now. This has to happen. And one of the beautiful things is that there's a reason why we're geologically apart. Like the world literally needs us to be in these different spaces. And so you know, it's much more fun for us to like visit each other. Right. Like. Yeah, that was a huge, I know that was what so much of us came to that experience with and to shift that perspective to like, oh no, we're actually here to lead and influence and bring light to where we are. And then we get to go visit Fallon in Hawaii. Like how yeah. awesome is that? <laughs> exactly. And I think that's the fun of, cause no, I never, I mean, I was pretty sheltered until I moved to Atlanta from Maine and then being here, like I, I don't really have that many friends that are in different places and it's just cool to know, like there's people all over the place now that I've opened new experiences and said, yes. And I mean, there's like multiple places I could like call me like, Hey, I'm coming to your house in like San Diego or Amsterdam or wherever it is. Like, it's just being expansive. And I think that's another like hot trending topic is like being expansive in, you know, expecting the best and expecting good opportunities and expecting miracles, but like, it can also be physically expansive, right? Like going to different places and like learning about, you know, different codes, like our friend Carrie Ferber talks about all the time. Like there's just so much that's available to us when we're in our alignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think 
you know, like expansive is a big word, alignment's a big word. And I've really, you know, challenged myself in my business to like, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to have somebody get in alignment? And like, what does that actually feel like? And it varies for, for many, many people. Um, and it can feel really overwhelming at first to like, okay, how do I begin to get in alignment? And again, I think that's why so many of us are drawn to human design and why I find that to really be the fast track for people because it gives you the insights on so many areas, but, you know, very required things like making decisions in the everyday in aligning, not to use that word as we're just saying it's so fluffy, but like aligning with your purpose, right? In that profile line and how do you manage your energy and move your emotions through and all of that. And it's like, it just baffles me sometimes to think about like there is literally a cheat code for every single person. Um, and I just want everybody to have the knowledge of it. But what you mentioned earlier about how I talk about it in my emails is like, okay, what is the actual like practical application of bringing this down into your day-to-day -day life and helping you move through like those parts that likely don't feel in alignment? Yeah. And it's, we were talking about before how funny it is that, you know, I had a chart pulled with Karen Curry Parker, like many years ago. And like, somehow my chart was pulled as a two, four. And I was like, Oh, okay. This makes sense. Like I'm literally in a job where my job is nurturing a community and I get it. But like, that was a job that wasn't me in a business. That wasn't me trying to attract clients. And then I reran a chart with Erin Claire Jones and she literally pulled the chart when we were just about to go live together. And she's like, no, you're two five. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, there had to have been a mistake in the other chart. And I pulled up and showed her, I'm like, no nope, birth time, birth date, birthplace. And she's like, you literally changed <laughs> your profile line. And I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense because I could have easily stayed a brain health super coach. Like I could have easily stayed doing that path. And it took a lot for me to be like, nope, I actually want to do something completely different. Like I'll always incorporate brain health into everything that I do, but like, it was just very, very different. And then that report was awesome. But then I pulled Jenna Zoe's report and that was awesome, but there was even pieces I didn't catch. And then I relooked at everything last week and one of my reports is like, your ideal environment is shores. And I'm like, well, I knew that. But it specifically said shores and places where multiple elements of earth meet together. And I was like, that's kind of magical that like, I learned this absolutely right now when I'm like really actually ready to like embrace what that means. Mm. And like, maybe I'd read it before and I was like, oh yeah, like the lake and the mountains, like shores, elements, et cetera. But it just wasn't the full body. Yes. And it's like, now I have the full body. Yes. Like the ocean and fucking volcanoes. Like that makes sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Um, and I think it speaks to like, you can, like you're different each time you pulled those, your yeah. chart like three times. Yeah. Which is so cool because you are different when you're reading each of those charts, different things are standing out to you. So there's always a new, there's always something new to learn about it. Even if your chart didn't change, which is wild that it changed. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's where I, I think like, uh, you know, I get, I listen to the readings I've gotten like 
over and over again. You know, I'll always revisit them because of that very reason. I'm different than when I listened to it last. I'm in a different place and different things are going to stick out to me that are exactly what I need at that time. So that's really cool. And I know we were talking about your profile a little bit in regards to like business wise. I'd be curious. I know you're supposed to be asking the questions, but I'd be oh, curious. No. We're just hanging out. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I'd be curious, um, like what, what kind of shifted for you in understanding your two five? Oh my God, I'm so excited. Okay. So the fact that like, I am a change maker and a leader, again, I've been told this multiple times, including Googling the meaning of the name Fallon, that changing multiple times throughout my life. And like one time I Googled it and it literally just said leader. And I was like, huh, it's never said that before. It's always said like grandchild of the ruler, or basically I just immediately thought of like a princess or someone who like got an inheritance or something. But like, there was this one time it's a leader and I was like, okay, so this is me taking a big step. This was years ago. And then continuous layers popping up, like you're a leader, you're a change maker. And then literally two weeks ago with the information that you shared with me and going a little deeper into my incarnation cross, uh, as far as like marketing and like the things that I could do differently and you being like, nope, like you're actually meant to completely change the way people are marketing. And I'm like, well, that's why the biz alchemist apparently popped in. <laughs> that's the whole point. And, you know, I'm going to be doing different things that are actually better for my type. Like I love writing emails and I love that type of content, but I'm just kind of like losing my juice for it. And so I literally just felt called to like check in with you and like go back over some of my stuff and it's like, nope, you should actually be doing more blogs and you should be doing more podcasts and like just doing audio when you're in your hermit is perfect. And then when you're in your go mode, then like, yeah, go on video if you want to. That changed like everything. And that's only been in the past week. Mm. So it's like continuously allowing me to grow and evolve and push myself into new things that you know, sometimes like I was laughing about this this morning too. I was like, well, I kept saying, I don't want to do a blog. And I didn't even know what the fuck a blog was. Like, I didn't understand that like it optimizes your SEO. And like, it's basically like a mini email about one specific thing. And I was like, I'm so fucking good at that. Like, why have I not done that? And it just changed everything. And then like the new format I want for my solo sods, like that's changing everything. And I'm just feeling like super lit up by it. And I was feeling... I was feeling really frustrated the last few months, but also knew that I had to be in rest mode anyway. So I thought the frustration was the rest. And it really was like just preparing me for like getting all of this information that I needed to go to the next level. And it's like back, you know, slamming the gas pedal down. So. <laughs> yes. So good. Thanks for sharing all that. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> um, And you're just you're just such an example of like taking that knowledge and like, okay, I'm going to experiment with it. I'm going to run with it. And what I hear like you saying in that, like the hermiting, the solo, like, I don't want anyone to see me of the two. And then also like, I'm here to shake shit up. I'm going to be a pioneer, a leader. Um, like those seem like such contrasts. But what I'm hearing in that is like you finding a balance in both of those. And I think that's what so much of us are after. Um, 
I know for myself, like I've always judged myself for being like on one extreme or the other, right? Mm -hmm. Of feeling yeah. that like I don't want to talk to anybody and like I want to hang out with everybody. Where are they? And it's like making yourself like wrong or like judging. And it's like through you just sharing that, it's like uh, a sense of acceptance of like I can lean into my two when I need to. Um, and maybe that's when you focus more of like writing behind the scenes and the solos without video. And then when you are, and, and from that place, you get those inspirations and those big ideas. And then when you feel the energy and the pull to share it, it's already done. Now you just get to be forward facing with it. I mean, when I first found out my first human design, which was like, I think probably like four or five years ago, it was a very long process of me just processing that I was two. Like, am I a hermit? Does that mean I'm an introvert? Like, does it mean this? Does it mean that? Like, that was a whole journey. Cause like, I was so attached to being an extrovert. I was, you know, a lot of my trauma came out in codependency and like positive, you know, pause, um, toxic positivity. And just like, and like we've talked about many times, just like an obsession with like boys. And so you have to be social to find boys, right? This is before the internet. And just that alone was a very big thing for me. And then when I was pushed into like living alone, having my own space, and then like let all those layers just fall away of like, just a lot of like loneliness feelings and like very deep depression about that. I was like, I've been literally, the reason I'm depressed is because I'm actually letting this part of me go that was never meant to be a part of me, which is why you can imagine I'm so passionate about doing human design with your children and raising them like that because I literally had to, I literally started living as a different person, which is the person I've meant to be my whole time. Like I think about, it, I'm like, I can't imagine if I even had a few hours to myself growing up. Cause I never did. I was like, always back to back with schedules, always surrounded by a lot of people. And now it's like, you know, the last few months has been like major hermit mode and I've loved it. And I'm like, wow, it's like, that's really crazy that like little Fallon and even like late twenties Fallon, like didn't get to enjoy this time without just feeling super, super sad, like immediately just lonely and sad. So if that relates to you and especially, you know, with like the two, five extremes, like that obviously looked a lot like bipolar when I was younger. So like, there's a lot in your human design and, you know, manifesting generators, and ADHD diagnoses overlap about 70% of the time. So, you know, if you're, if you're one of my brain health people and you haven't done your human design yet, please, for the love of God, do it. <laughs> and then, especially if you are, a healer and a professional and like you're working with people on like living in their full authentic truth and like you know peeling back and letting all these you know little traumas or big traumas go like human design was such a huge huge part of that and I can't imagine being even close to where I'm at right now without incorporating my human design mm. wow I didn't think we were going to go down the the trauma conversation and the, the mental illness, um, or I don't know if I want to call it illness, but mental health. Yeah. Right? Um, oh, that just, yeah, I'm just soaking in what you just shared because I know you're not the only one that has felt that and, you know, had those questions of, you know, even being a four, six, there's this 
focus of, of community and relationships and network. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't need my time alone, Yeah, you know? Um, and I think that's where we have to be really aware of exploring human design as a tool and making sure we're not letting it put us, put us in another box. And if anything feels not resonant or disempowering for you, you get to let that go. Um, because there is so much in there, you know, if one piece doesn't land for you, fine, but there's so much in there that can really give you a sense of accepting yourself and being yourself, right? There's so much, you know, I've, as a manifesting generator, I've created so much shame and judgment of myself of like, you're not committed. You always jump from one thing to the next. Like, are you slightly manic? Like what's going on? You know, <laughs> and there's a balance to it all, right? Like there's a, a, a time frame I give myself before I like ditch the commitment, but allowing it to be guided by my excitement. That's not what we're told. We're told like you do the thing, you get the degree, you know what I mean? Like it's just so much deconditioning, so much deconditioning that happens in that um, uncovering of your design. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm having Eric Claire, Eric Claire Jones on the podcast and she's a projector and she has a human design baby. I mean, human design baby, a manifesting generator baby. <laughs> and she's like, she's not even one yet. And she's already like seeing that part of her and like just having this beautiful experience of like what it means to let people be themselves and not putting them in the box and like not making them feel guilty because you ditched ballet halfway through the mm -hmm. thing you're over it like there's just like these little things and again like those are the things that just came up for me and like some of my clients that want to do the deep dive into the human design, like those are the kind of things that we talk about, like, Oh, it makes sense why this happened. And it makes sense why this happened. And then when you're an entrepreneur, it's like, Oh, it makes sense why like this marketing thing didn't work. And that was one of the reasons I really wanted to dig deep into that again, because I'm about to do this. My, one of my clients is doing this big, big launch and he's a, um, he's a two, four generator, no five, one generator. Um, so again, we have that five line in common, which is shaking stuff up, which is why I'm excited to do something with him. Um, but it's just, you know, it's still just like such a beautiful different process. Cause we have all those different parts. Um, but that's why human design in teams and in partnerships is so important. Like, um, have you worked with couples or are there people that you've like had dated or whatever and talked about human design before? Um, I haven't worked with, I haven't supported couples in understanding their design um, yet. That would like definitely be a really good fun, fun dynamic in understanding each other. Yeah. He's well, so good. Look at that. You just gave me something to respond to and, and think about here. <laughs> um, yeah, because if, if, both people, of course, are curious and interested, it can go really well. And that's that's a big part of what I've learned too as a responder to not just go out there and like initiate the things um, because I have tried and it always kind of flops. And if people aren't open to it, um, it, it doesn't matter which way I say it or what right words, it's not going to land. But I could really see that, you know, I see it with um, looking at my nephew and looking at his design and 
and like understanding him on a different level. And I could see that in partnership being really helpful for people as well, um, giving you this new lens to really look at somebody. So fun. Yeah. I'm excited to hear your episode with Erin. Um, I'm, I'm such a fan of hers. I've been through her courses and um, on so much of her teachings. Um, she's just really great at, at bringing it down to this practical level as well. So yeah, big fan over here. Love it. I just love people who are like, so in their mastery, right? Like they just, you know, you just look at a chart and you're like, oh, this is what you have going on. I'm like, what? So cool. <laughs> Cause I mean, it's still like, I still need my workbooks and things like that to like go through everything when I'm doing a reading for someone. Um, but yeah, like I'm excited for the day that I can just like look at a chart and know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, wow. definitely. I definitely reference some things, uh, now and then too. Um, especially the way I do it is like, I really ask the the clients to tell me again, because that's me being my design. I, I need to respond. I want to know like what you're trying to get out of this and specifics of that. Um, and then I, I kind of pull from there, which really gives it this level of customization and like, okay, this is your intention. So how are we going to use this information to get you towards that? Which is really fun. 100%. Yay. Well, this was so fun. Yes. So I'm going to put some links for your emails. And then I know you have an offer coming out soon for readings. You have strength and conditioning stuff in Lowell, Massachusetts, correct? Yes. Yes. To all of the above. So we have some uh, openings. If anybody here is local uh, in Lowell, Mass, we have some group classes that are open for strength and conditioning. I'm going to come try it out. I'd love to have you. And human design, I know this is the upcoming offer. I know it's a really hot time of year for goal setting and intention setting and what are we creating. Um, and with this offer, you are able to, it's a year ahead reading where I'm asking you to get really specific, you know, on on one thing that would change everything for you this year, whether that's business, relationships, life, health. And I'm going to take a deep dive on your chart and really pull out uh, that knowledge, but also that knowing of like, this is how you can move towards that every day while still having the space to do whatever you want, right? And still have that ease. And um, that is that is my intention behind the year ahead reading. Um, <clears throat> I'm all for you achieving your goals and moving towards it, but I don't think it has to be so hard. And it doesn't have to be uh, so self-sacrificing. So in that year ahead reading, I'm giving you all that. I'm giving you the way to get what you want with more ease based on your design. And this is the perfect year because it's 2024, which is the year of abundance in numerology, which if you're listening, you've probably heard me say it a million times and I will continue saying it <laughs> because it's it's literally like this, the year that like, I think of um like old movies when they're like in 2024, blah, 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 and I'm like, there's something to like, the future is now. And like, this is the year to shake shake up. Like we have the elections, like there's a lot, I mean, Marion Williamson's running for fucking president. Like I never thought that was going to happen when I was reading her books. Like there's just so many amazing things that are happening. And I definitely want everyone here to make the most of it. So highly encourage getting a reading with Miss Brianna. Um, anything else that you wanted to share? Um, 
just the reminder, I know I said this earlier, but just the reminder, if you're diving into human design, um, to, to look at it as a tool. And if at any point it's not feeling resonant and if it's not feeling empowering, you get to decide to take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Um, and I share that just because I'm really, I'm really committed to people using this tool for what it is, but not letting it put them in a box. hundred percent. It's the same with astrology, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that was so Virgo of me to like be super perfectionist. And it's like, now that I know more about my chart, like that's a whole other podcast, but like, I don't even really resonate with Virgo energy anymore. Like that was like my childhood, my coping mechanisms, like none of most of those qualities, like organizing is always going to be my thing. Let's be honest, but like artistic <laughs> stuff, like the over planning, like that's not me. And like letting those parts go is what helps me. But you know, anything that I guess what I'm trying to say is like anything where you just like make an excuse for why you're doing something. It's like, Oh, it's so this of me. Like, it's so generous of me. Like it's so Leo of me. Like it can be fun and playful, but when you're really like allowing that to be embodied and you're not like trusting your own heart and your intuition, like that's where that comes in. And I think, um, I've just been feeling like there's a lot of people on here who keep hearing me talk about human design and they want to learn more. And like, maybe they have pulled their chart, but it got lost in their email. And like, I just felt like you coming at this time was so perfect because I feel like this is exactly when everybody needs it. And I love that we're recording today. I don't know if you knew this, but we recorded at on 111 at 11. It's incredible. (laughs) And it it was like, we, it, it just happened with ease, right? It's not even something yeah. that we have had like on the books forever. Yeah. So I meant to tell you, babe, like happy new moon in Capricorn. <laughs> yes. Happy new moon. And in cap, like what a get our hands in it, get to work type of energy, right? I know. I'm loving it. So fun. So fun. Well, I'm so grateful that you were here. I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for everyone who tuned in. If this was helpful, feel free to take a screenshot or to share it with a friend and just let us know if you have anything else. You can always go to my website and submit a topic. Or if you have a guest that you want me to have, like, please let me know. But I'm sending everyone so much love. Bye for now.